I am very excited about the guests that we have this evening. We have a young rock artist who is on the rise, and her name is Alyssa. And when you listen to her music, it penetrates your soul to the core. And she's going to be with us in just a few moments right here on Raven's Heart. have a show for you tonight. I hope everybody's got their coffee ready, their pumpkin spice, and you can probably see I just spilled a little bit on the table here. That's what goes on. While the intro reel's rolling, I'm here cleaning up uh, coffee on the table. But hey, if you're watching on YouTube tonight, go ahead and hit the subscribe button and of course, ring our bell so that you can catch every exciting episode that we have. But I am super stoked about tonight because this young lady is really, God is using her and we're going to get more into that in a moment. Hey, our comment lines are open this evening. If you want to comment um, and say hello to Alyssa, go ahead and do so. And we do have some comments. Look at this, Alyssa, you're, you're bringing in viewers already. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany says, hello, hello. How is everyone? We're doing good. And then you, we've got this person here, another Tiffy, uh, yeah, close to oh, Tiffany. Oh, all the Tiffany's. <laughs> yeah, all the Tiffany's. And I'll She's your, she's your bestie. That's my bestie. (laughs) 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 So glad to have everybody with us tonight. Alyssa, um, your sound, your music is better than most of the stuff that I hear on mainstream radio, whether it be Christian radio, secular radio, it's very polished, very extremely mature. Um, when was it? that you first discovered that you could sing, that God gave you that gift. And what did you do to steward that gift once you found out that he gave it to you? Well, first of all, thank you for the kind words. Um, I appreciate that so much. But it's definitely been a journey. Um, I started playing piano when I was just six years old, and I didn't love it at first. Um, but my mom noticed that I had talent, and she kept pushing me to take lessons. And um, so I did that for for forever and I started singing when I was about um, I'd say maybe 13 years old I I got a solo and I was in the second grade I was Mary in our um, in our Christmas production and so I guess maybe that was the first time I realized that I didn't stink at least I had some talent um, but yeah it was just my parents I think really seeing that gift in me from a young age and um, just continuing to push me to to steward those gifts so yeah it's been a long road so you play piano as well I do yeah I've been playing for forever. I love it. But recently I've started to perform not at the keyboard, which has been fun. (laughs) We will see that in your videos coming up. And you are also a songwriter. You write all of your own music. And when you first started writing music, was that just like an outlet for you to kind of process your emotions? Or when you started writing, were you like this, I need to get this in front of the world for the world to hear it? 
I'd say it was definitely more of, I think, a tool for me to process like my life around me and um, I just like cope with the situations I was dealing with. It was it's still hard for me to talk about the way I feel and the things I go through. And so music was a good way for me to kind of communicate that um, without having to speak it. Um, so, yeah, it was definitely, I think, just an outlet for me. But as time went on, um, I wanted to share it with other people and hopefully help other people by the things that I went through. So, so yeah. And we've got some comments rolling in as we're going. I love the interaction tonight. We've got Mitch James. He says, sister, brother, and your niece are here to support you during this interview. Aw. And we also have uh, Brenda. She says, love you, Liz. Hi, Brenda. From what I understand, when you started, you started as a solo act, and then you had a band added to you. For you now, how does having a band behind you help enhance you telling your stories through music? It's been like night and day since I've I've had a band. Um, so I started, yeah, just me and my keyboard. And keyboards are more for like ballad types of songs. And I wanted my songs to sound edgy and sound like the lyrics that I wrote because my lyrics are very dark and, and powerful. And I wanted my music to... Um, correspond with that so when I got like an electric guitarist and bass player and drummer it just really changed the way I sounded um, and also the way I performed too because like I said at the beginning I was kind of just trapped behind my keyboard and um, very stationary and so this year especially I've gotten out from behind the keyboard and have been able to move around the stage and interact with my bandmates and um, also they've been kind of like brothers to me they've heard my story and my testimony and um, they're very protective and they're very supportive of me. And so having that kind of comfort, I always say they're kind of like my binkies. They're, they're my comfort um, when I'm on stage. And so I think like emotionally it's helped me so much. And also as a performer, it's helped me and my sound has grown too. I'm sure when you're on stage, it gives you that little bit of extra energy too. It does. Yeah. I actually have, um, I have a dance, it's called the energy dance. And I go energy, 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 every time before a show. And I don't know if it actually helps, but I definitely have to do that before shows. It sounds like fun. Everybody's got the, everybody's got their thing. I sit here and drink coffee as much as I can. Um, and if I drink too much, I have to do yeah. a little dance too. But <laughs> now this is really interesting to me. There was, there was a point in your career and journey that um, you quit music altogether. And now you have come back to music. What was it that led you to quit music and what has led you to come back? So this is kind of a little bit of a, a longer story, but um, it was like during my high school year, my senior year of high school, I transitioned to cyber schooling. Um, I just kind of dealt with a lot within in my school, within my life and um, just became very discouraged. And uh, one thing I always said was like, why would anybody want to listen to me? Like, I just didn't have any confidence in myself. I was just beat down so much during that time. And um, cyber schooling was good for me because I got away from that and escaped a lot of that. And so that was kind of like my my downfall of I was just depressed and um, isolated myself. And I just didn't want anything to do with 
music or being seen or being noticed. And I just kind of wanted to disappear. Um, and then it was maybe when I went to college where I just got so much support from the community that was around me and so much encouragement. And that was one thing I think that really pushed me back into it. Um, and then I finally had like a heart to heart with God. I was at um, this conference and I was helping lead worship at it. And um, I remember saying to God, like by the end of this week, you have to tell me if, if I'm supposed to do music because I don't want to do it. And, um, but I knew like deep down that, you know, God had given me this gift and I knew that he wanted me to use it, but I was still just struggling with that. And so end of the week came and I was like, okay, God, like I'm waiting, like, are you going to tell me anything? And I was in conversation with, um, somebody there and, and they said, um, Psalm 37, four, I think that's what it is. And it's, uh, the Lord will give you the desires of your heart. And I knew in that moment that was God speaking to me. And, um, from then God just continued to put that desire back in me. That's kind of what I'd been praying of. Like, I have no desire to do music anymore. And it was like that whole year after that, that so many doors had opened for me to do music and the desire had come back. And I just knew that that's what God wanted me to do. So it was a lot of internal battles and um, a lot of kind of wrestling with God and just asking him what he wanted me to do and um, being obedient and just trusting that if that's what he called me to do, that he would equip me to do it. There is so much to talk about there. Before we dive into that, we've got a few comments. We've got uh, Tiffy says, energy, energy, and that it does it does help. She says that. And then we got Carl weighing in. He says, hello, Lisa, Alyssa, great to hear you telling your story, rocking in the USA. And then we've got Tiffany. I looked at some of her social uh, media stuff this afternoon and love the humble feel of her stuff from uh, giving a... a uh, I can't read that there. Shout out to her band, uh, mates, uh, and posting scripture. Yes, so much that's there. And then let's see, T Tiffany says, love that. A couple things I want to talk about there and dive into. I love it when people start to tell their story and they talk about what God was doing in them. First of all, why would anybody want to listen to you? The answer to that is very easy is because God created you. It's really simple. He created yeah. you and he gave you that gift. But something that's really awesome is that you died to the music. You died to a dream that you had inside of you for a while and you let go of it. You just released it. And yeah. that I really believe that was a point of obedience for you. And God has blessed you immensely. And when we get to the tracks of a minute, people, you're not going to believe what you're going to hear here in just a few moments uh, when we take a look at, at some of these videos and listen to the tracks. What was God working on inside of you when you stepped away from music? What was what was going on on the inside? A lot of a lot of different things. I I think from then even till now just all the experiences that I've gone through in my life have really refined me. Um, I think God has used all of those experiences to now shape my music. And um, I feel like now I'm kind of in like a place of healing where I can tell my story. So I think then and, and now God is just constantly working on me and constantly refining me through these experiences and learning to trust him. I think that's a big thing too. Um, even like opportunities that I have that are like scary and seem like I'm not able to do that. I don't have the confidence to do that. I do it because I know that God 
will pull me through. And I only know that because I've seen it time and time again. So yeah, just trusting God. And um, I think that's the biggest thing is just learning to trust God through every circumstance. That is so simple and so pure. I love it. Uh, that is just so simple and pure. And hey, we've got Doug, whosoever nading on with us. And yeah, you know, Alyssa, Doug was a friend of mine when we, we went to school together and uh, we traded Aww. baseball cards. Yeah, yeah. That's so that's so cool. uh, <laughs> it's, it's really neat. And he's a he's a believer now, too. And we're really excited about uh, the things that God has worked uh, on the inside of him. You know, you're going through all this stuff in your mind when you've taken a break from music. And you ask God, God, you know, if this is what you want me to do, please show me, please tell me. Now, anytime that we're talking about somebody's path of destiny that God's set before them, that they're that He's leading them on, there's always this war in the mind between the voice of God and all these voices from the pit. What helped you discern the difference between God's voice, the voices from the pit? You know, I'm gonna even throw a third voice in there, your voice. How did you wade through all of that stuff? For me, which I didn't this sounds like such kind of like a cliche answer. And it sounds like so simple to say, but it was really hard to do. Just going through scripture and relying on God's truth and knowing that like God has a plan for me and um, just all of those promises. And it's not prosperity, but it's the promises that, that God gives us and just holding on to those things. And like even my reputation, like God is the keeper of my reputation. God knows when I'm telling the truth. God you know, he knows me and um, just those things, I think, were really helpful to hold on to and kind of distinguish those voices. And I think my voice is sometimes the hardest to get past. Um, I think I'm all I, I think everybody gets stuck in their own way, but that's definitely something that I deal with. So that would be my answer, I think, is just relying on the truths that that God has spoken to us. Yeah, that's uh, that's really important to read your Bible, <laughs> you know, stay in God's yeah. word. A, a lot God. of people, yeah, it, it, it's huge. A lot of people are like, well, you know, I think I heard his voice. How do I tell the difference between my voice? And it's just so simple. Read the word of God. And that's how you know the voice of the good shepherd is you you hear it and you see it through scripture. Yeah. And you, it, it's cool too, because this is something I've asked you when, as my relationship with God has grown, is that when you ask, Ask him, like he will show you, and not always get or or think, but God will always answer you, and he'll always show you and confirm things. So, being in in his word and just seeing him confirm things that I thought that he said was really helpful too. So, yeah, definitely reading your Bible sounds like cliche, but it's helpful. <laughs> and he's a good God. He's not prepared a path of destruction for you. He doesn't want to torment you. And he wants to, he wants to give you good things. We got another comment coming in here, and it is from Debbie. She says, "Hi, Alyssa, you are beautiful inside and out. You have the gift only that can come from God. Keep singing, keep shining, keep being a bright light." Oh, thank you, Debbie. <laughs> this is great, everybody. Thank you for joining Raven's Heart this evening. Uh, we have Alyssa with us, and something I want to ask you. Uh, this is pretty cool. Lacey Sturm, the former. Uh, lead singer for Flyleaf has played a major role in your art and your ministry, I would call it. And it's more than that she has just influenced your style. Um, she's actually spoken into your life. Can you tell us about that a little bit? Yeah. So, and I'd say about in middle school, 
I started listening to Flyleaf and I just loved Flyleaf. It was like, it's still like one of my favorite bands. Um, but I loved how she was just so honest and passionate with her music and it wasn't cheesy. That's like a big thing for me is I just like, I just don't like cheesy music. And it was so, just her lyrics were so smart and um, just so genuine and her sound was so cool. And that's always kind of what I wanted to do with my music is just be able to tell my story um, in, in a way that was just real and honest and that had a similar sound like that. So that I think was my inspiration, like just musically. And then her, like personally speaking to my life, I went to a show of hers, I think maybe 2018, probably doesn't, probably not relevant. Um, but she did a show and I was like scared to go say hi to her. At the end, she was like doing kind of like a meet and greet and my mom's like, you should go say hi. Um, so I went up to her and I just told her how much that she's inspired me over the years. And I told her, this was at the time I was really wrestling with giving up music. And I was kind of sharing with her just how much she had inspired me and that like I wanted to do music, but it was just something I struggled with. And um, she took the time to pray with me right there. And it was just so cool, her speaking over my life. And it was really cool because it was two years later that I was performing at that same venue that she prayed for me at. So it was just full circle. And then I saw her this summer, I saw her um, at an event and I like walked up the stairs and I ran right into her. And I was like, oh my gosh, Lacey Sturm. And then I just told her about that a couple years ago, how she prayed for me and told her where I was now. And just what she spoke over me is now coming true. And it was really cool to be able to come full circle again with her and to share that with her. And um, so, yeah, she's played a huge role in my life in so many ways. And um, I hope to be able to do that for the next person. That is so neat because we were just talking about the word of God, you know, the infallible word of God. And Doug, he's a theologian and he says here, God's voice will never contradict the infallible Holy Spirit inspired written word. And what Lacey spoke to you did not contradict anything that was in the word, but confirmed to you what yeah. you should be doing. That yeah. is just so encouraging. And to have somebody that that is, you know, that's been, that God has exalted because of their humility in, in what they've done, speaking into your life, passing the mantle to you. It's just, that is so beautiful and how that happened and how God orchestrated that to encourage you because he cares about you and he loves you. That is so, so neat. Your music though, it is so passionate and it goes from both ends of the spectrum. You've got the fiery, you know, passion coming out in your harder songs. And then in the slower, softer songs, it's just a very intimate and very introspective passion. What fuels that passion in your music? I would definitely say just the experiences in my life. Um, and all, all my music is based out of mostly my personal experiences. Sometimes I'll write, um, kind of based off of other people's experiences, but it's usually my own and just my testimonies all throughout my music. So it's, I think because it comes from a place of just like honesty and, and I can just really get into what I'm singing because I believe what I'm singing because I went through it. So I think that's what really fuels that passion. It's the genuine article then. It's not like you're trying to live vicariously through somebody else or come up with some lyrics or just read lyrics that somebody gave you. Said, hey, your voice would fit this. It's really genuinely coming from you. And that's the power 
of what you do. We have to do this. We have to go to the first track, Inside Out. Now, for those that have been watching the live stream, that is not a song about me and the way I put my shirt on at 345 this morning, Inside Out. It's about something else. And Alyssa, what is this track about? So I think like Inside Out, I think is a song that really captures my life as a whole, but specifically one experience. Um, but as a whole, I think people see me on the outside and think, you know, I'm happy and I am and I have I do have genuine joy. But there are things that I've gone through in life that people would never know unless they really took the time to get to know me and to talk to me. Um, and so Inside Out was written during one of the hardest experiences of my life um, just a couple years ago. Um, I was at a church and there was a pastor there who he was an older pastor. He was retired, um, but he ended up sexually harassing me and, and stalking me. And this went on for months. Um, and I dealt with it silently for a while because I just didn't want to believe that what was happening was was actually happening. You give people the benefit of the doubt um, and it all led up into this point where it just was so obvious that it was, I was being groomed and I couldn't get away from it. It was online. It was at church and, um, I just couldn't deal with it anymore. And it came to a point where he connected me with a music producer who produced, um, like pornographic content and explicit content. And, um, he wanted, this producer wanted to work with me and, and it, so it was just, this big thing that just got too big for me to handle. And I, my parents were aware. Um, so I was, you know, I was talking to my family about it and trying to think about what to do, but that, that final straw was whenever I was set up with this producer by the pastor. And I went to the leadership at my church and I told them what, what had been happening for months and um, they addressed it and, and the harassment itself stopped, but, that man was still allowed to preach and um, lead groups and would be, he was given a standing ovation at one point. And for me, I was just like, there was no um, reconciliation. There was no real reprimanding that was done. And, and I was worried that that would potentially happen to the next person. And so um, I brought it up again and, sometimes when you bring things into the light, it doesn't always go the best. And so just having my reputation and my character on the line um, and being sometimes betrayed and mistreated, that was really difficult to walk through. Um, and so Inside Out was kind of my written during that very difficult time of Nobody knows what's going on. I can't talk about this to anybody, but I have to get this out. And um, and so, yeah, that that I know it's probably a lot to to talk about, um, but that's kind of the short of it of what this this song represents. But that's very real. And what happened to you is horrible. That that's the only way to describe it. And it's it was definitely you know, demonic, <laughs> what, what happened and trying to thwart you and take you and destroy your talent and destroy your personality and, and put you in the pit, but you've risen victorious. He's given, yeah. he's given yeah, you the victory. I think, yeah. It, 
and one thing too is that like this is something that I've just recently been able to to open up about but in inside out the the bridge says I'm tearing apart and letting go and that's um kind of me telling my story and being free to tell the story because I don't tell it because I want to tell it because this is never something I desire to talk about but I've been able to tell my story and I've had people who've been through the same thing and they've been able to then share their stories and so it's it's kind of what God commands you know go through and sometimes they're not fair and um but God will use them and, and turn them into good and that's what he's done and I've seen him redeem so many things in my life with this situation and so many others um and so I'll always sing of of God's goodness even through situations like this and sometimes it's hard because you don't want to share the bad side of church or the bad side of um things like that but what i want people to know is that it was man who who sinned it was man who hurt but god didn't do that god didn't make those things happen and so yeah. um you know that's another thing that i think deters people from sharing their stories within the christian community sometimes because you never want to give god a bad name but that's that's not what it does it you can share god's goodness through it all all and and that's what i've seen so that is so profound and uh, the comments are rolling in and lynn says that you are a very strong and courageous young woman not just talented beautiful on the inside on the outside uh tiffy says so proud of you your story has and will continue to help so many your courage in telling your story and doing that because it's not easy to tell a story like that is giving other people to the courage that they need to tell their story and to expose the works of darkness. So what your ministry goes way beyond the music that you're producing and that you're singing. It goes to the heart of that testimony that you just said. Um, Alyssa says you will help many by sharing this story. I truly am sorry for what you went through. Thank you for being so brave. Wow. Let's take a listen to this track. This is Inside Out. I was listening to this before we uh, came online this evening. I've been listening. I've been just chewing on this song for the past several days, and I was my eyes were wet uh, this evening before we came online when uh, when I was listening to this. This is Alyssa with Inside Out.
is quality art the video the music the lyrics the passion i have to say this i know that a lot of your influence comes from lacy and it comes from evanescence even and everything like that but when i listen to your music the rawness of the lyrics and even your style it has the same impact on me that tori amos had in the 90s with songs like crucify just the the passion trying to get real getting beyond madonna's material girl to this is who i am and this is what i'm feeling and i think that was really the draw to that now if you can play the keyboard sitting sideways like she did you know <laughs> we got we got something really going on there <laughs> but um that is like tori amos on steroids with a mix of evanescence in there with a little bit of flyleaf with everything and uh, keith uh, is weighing in and says, um don't worry about what other, others think because god blessed you to share your story as only you can and it's done wonderfully that was top shelf experience that video from Keith Shevlin. Thank you, Keith. Thank you so much. And then uh, let's see here. We got we got more beauties and the bearded man. <laughs> we love to see it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's that's a criteria for being my. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got the crater. Good. Hey, welcome back, crater. It's good to have you back on with us. Wow, what an amazing voice. And we're going to display more of that voice in a minute with another track. We've got to do more tracks. And Peggy, she's watching on Facebook. Thank you very, very much for all the comments. Uh, in the video, there's so much imagery just packed into that. And I just want to kind of zero in on one thing. You go from the ballerina figurine to the real dancing ballerina. What is it that you're demonstrating with that? So the idea of that was you have like a music, well, anything, but in my video, it was the, the ballerina that just sits on your shelf and it sees everything that you're going through that nobody else sees. Um, and that, so that ballerina, it coming to life was it saying like, I've seen all these things that nobody else has and now it's time for you to tell your story. And so that was like, that was the imagery there. And the ballerina, the real one is actually my sister. Oh, so wow. it was really cool to be able to work with her on that. Yeah, her name's that, Leah. That is that is really neat. I, and I was going to ask you that question: is where did you find a ballerina that could dance like that for your video? Um, you know, Craigslist or you know how how does how did that work out? <laughs> but that just worked so beautifully. And when I see her dance, there's just that freedom, and it reminds me of the freedom of the Holy Spirit, how the Holy Spirit moves, and just that freedom in that uh, released. 
Yeah. Yeah. She's the only one I wanted to do that part. And it was cool too, because she actually in real life played that role too, because she saw all the behind the scenes and um, was one of those people who just has always been supportive. So she played the role well. Wow. It's just so beautiful. The whole thing, the way that it was put together, it is just so perfectly orchestrated. Also, um, there's another song. I I got to dive into another track here. We got to we got to share some more tracks here. The next one we have is "Stranded." What is this about? So I was trying to think of the most hopeless, isolated, lonely place I could think of. And space is definitely I feel fits that description. So yeah, "Stranded" is about being stranded. Um, this particularly in space, but um, just being like so isolated and and being alone and wanting to be rescued and it's like a cry for help. Um, so yeah, that's that's what Stranded's about.
like that. A little bit of psychedelic at the end there as we come back down to earth, I guess, is what it is. Alyssa, I have to do this. We have a lot of comments that are coming in. However, you've been watching Raven's Heart, I know, and you know that we have our studio dog, Amy. There's Amy. She's our pit terrier. And she gives this, (laughs) she gives us her paw of approval. And, uh, she was in here the other night when I was listening to it over and over again, she was just sitting under the production desk and I was just petting her the whole time. And she's just sitting there loving it. So, uh, if you don't get a dove award this year, you get Amy's paw of approval from, from Raven's heart. <laughs> so let's go ahead and go through these comments here. A lot of people uh, weighing in on what we got going on here, and I love the interaction that we have tonight. Uh, th- this edition has been all over the place in such a good way. God's hand's been on it. And uh, Keith says, You've got some great supporting musicians. That is quality music. And I mean, everything is just clicking. Yeah, I'm so thankful for my band. They're they're amazing. My guitar player, Mike, produced all of it, and he did such a good job. So we, we record in, in their little spare room at um, – my manager is his wife, so, um, so I'm over their house a lot. But, yeah, he recorded a lot of my stuff. Oh, he did an awesome wow. Job. You are so blessed. And then Keith's, Keith is on fire with this tonight. He's, he's loving every minute of this. He's like, yeah, I love it. That's awesome. <laughs> And then Ken says this lyrical video is really good too. You're a good uh you're a good designer too, Alyssa. Did you design that video? Yeah, I made the lyric video. Oh, that is really cool. And then Tiffy, are those alien heads that I see down there? <laughs> that's what it looks like. <laughs> that's 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 what it looks like to me. Um yeah, well if you want more about aliens, you can watch my edition with Dr. Michael Heiser from about a year ago where we actually talk about that. So <laughs> listen, I've been I've been on an alien podcast kick, so I will listen. <laughs> oh, and we're we're gonna have to do some talking because that's one of the things that I research on the side in my spare time that I have when I'm not listening to great music and working two other jobs. So, um, but hell, so uh, <laughs> I love. It. Yeah, and then uh, Ken says her supporting musicians are so good and supportive. Um, the heavily bearded band. <laughs> yeah, they all have that thick beards. <laughs> And then Carl says, home is where your heart is, and yours has always been with God, Glorium. And then Tiffany uh, Tiffany says, yes, aliens, yes. Okay, so aliens, <laughs> that's what it was, yes. <laughs> and then um, Craig says, have seen this young lady blossom into a great uh, singer and truly great person. And then uh, Crater Good says, great track. Uh, I want to dive into something here because before I do every edition, I do research not only on the musician themselves. Now, I did not know Alyssa's story. I knew there was a story, but I did not know what it was. Um, So that was new to me. And it was just really um, powerful in the way that you tell your story. And I'm just kind of taken aback by it a little bit and kind of 
there's a righteous anger that burns up in me when I hear stuff like that because it is just it is just not right. But I also do a lot of biblical research as well before we do any of these editions. I did two types of research for this, and I'm going to go into both of these. And I just want to encourage you, Alyssa. I want to encourage your band, and I want to encourage your manager and everybody that's with you. You know, it's really interesting because you know your music, the 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 lyrics are so raw. And somebody who's just coming off the streets, like, oh, that's they might be like, oh, that's a little bit you know, depressing or it's, it's a little bit darker, but your music actually fits into a biblical genre. And that's the genre of the lament. I mean, there's an entire book that is like that. As a matter of fact, if you read most of the Psalms, most of them are laments as well. And when we think of lamentations, the book of lamentations, uh, we think of just written poems, but actually those lamentations, some of them were actually sung by male and female singers. And that's actually documented in Second Chronicles 35, 25, where it says, And Jeremiah lamented for Josiah, and all the singing men and singing women spoke of Josiah and their lamentations to this day and made an ordinance in Israel. Uh, as a matter of fact, all the prophetic books, except for the book of Haggai, have laments in them. So you are right in the stream, and don't ever think that you're not in that stream of God. You are right in a biblical genre that's right there. Now, the other thing, too— the Lord led me to do this is to research your name. And there's several things that I see here that go in with everything that we talked about without even knowing the fullness of your story. First of all, Alyssa means great happiness. And you are, a, by nature, just a very bubbly uh, person. You're, you're very happy. Mm -hmm. Okay. It also means noble, which means brave. And the short, it's the story that you shared this evening and what you've been through and the way that you've progressed through it by God's leading, you have been very brave and your nobility is going to cause other people to be noble as well. Now, the other thing that Alyssa means is it means exalted. Okay. And as you continue to walk in that nobility, and in the nobility, it's also talking about virtue. As you continue to walk in that simplicity of faith with the Lord, God is going to continue to exalt you. I think this is just the beginning for you. And just, just from my ear and just listening to the music that you do, this makes a lot of what I hear on the radio sound like Twinkies and Ding Dongs. Okay. Junk food. <laughs> this is quality. <laughs> this is quality music. And I really believe that your name embodies everything about you and what God desires to do with you. And I look forward to seeing what God's going to be doing with you in the, in, in the future um, as well. So and I just wanted to encourage you with that this evening. So I, I want to go back to this and get your take on it. You know, there's a lot of religious people that are out there that are like, well, you know, for a song to glorify God, Jesus has to be mentioned in every other verse or it has to be a worship song. A lot of people, they don't listen to music properly. They listen to everything as a worship song or think they try to stuff it in that genre. It's like, oh, this isn't right. Well, you're listening to it wrong. Yeah. It's like, you know, trying to read a comedy as a, as a romance. It, ju it, just does, it just doesn't work. Why do you feel it's so important, first of all, to share your story through music? And second, all, <laughs> second is how do you believe or see God glorified through sharing your story through music? So I, I didn't hear the second part of your question, but I'm going to answer the first part. Um, so I think 
you know, God tells us that we need to share our testimonies. And I believe by sharing our testimonies that that gives glory to God. And so even if those testimonies are dark and they are painful and, and all of those things, we still bring glory to God by sharing our testimonies. And um, so I think for that reason um, alone, that's why you can't pigeonhole certain music into, into Christian or non-Christian. But that was something I had an identity crisis about um, too, is because like what genre, what genre am I in? Am I Christian? Am I not Christian? But I think for me, it's, I've been intentional about the way I write and the places I perform um, with still holding to my standards and my values. But I want to be able to reach people of all walks of life because there are people in the church who need reach still and who need to hear these things. But there are also people in very dark places who won't walk into a church um, who need to hear these things. So for me, I've just been intentional about keeping um, keeping that open in the way I write so you can identify, you can kind of put God into my songs, you could put a relationship into them or any type of relationship you can kind of fit into my song. So, but yeah, that's for me, that's been a, a really important thing is to be able to identify with people of all walks of life and to tell my story to all people because ultimately that gives glory to God. You actually answered the second question. We, I apologize to our listeners. We've been having some internet connection problems this evening, and that always seems to happen when we have a very powerful addition. So it's those uh, those internet demons are at it again, or either that or we're being hacked by the Russians or the Chinese tonight. And if we are being hacked, um, I hope they hear this story and that they're all saved. Um, you're, you're absolutely right. You know, sharing your story, sharing your testimony, it just really, it that glorifies God because your testimony is what God did for you and through you and how he saw you, saw you through. And, you know, the whole genre thing, it really kind of, you know, is it Christian? Is it not Christian? Really kind of drives me nuts anyway. Um, you know, that, that's something that I've researched as well and, and found some very interesting things about. Let's talk about something, um, kind of fun too. Uh, just a few months ago it was what a month ago you sang the national anthem at a pittsburgh pirates game what was it like singing the nas I our did, country's yeah. national anthem yeah what was it like singing our country's national anthem in front of all of those people so first of all i will say that it was definitely an honor i um i would never have thought that i would do that ever but that's one of my biggest fears was to sing the national anthem and I like actually have told people that's one thing that I just never desire to do because there's so much pressure. The lyrics are so odd. The it's just it's just the weirdest song to sing. Um, but it was so cool. I'm so glad that I did it because when you're asked to do something like that, of course, you have to you say yes, I trust God, like I said, and I say yes. Um, but it was it was so fun. It was perfect weather. Um, it was, I wasn't expecting the feedback to be, there's like such a delay because just the way the stadiums are set up, I wasn't expecting to hear my voice like five seconds after I would sing. So that was disorienting, um, but it, it, it was really cool. Definitely honored that I was asked to do it. Did you stay and watch the game? I did. I didn't know what was happening, but I stayed and I watched <laughs> <laughs> That's that, that that was my next question. Yes, did the Pittsburgh Pirates win? That is so awesome. Yes. Hey, 
That is neat. Hey, Tiffany's got a really good comment here. She agreed with everything that you were saying about sharing your story. She said, agreed. Some folks won't walk into a building for a church. So it's important that we be the church and go out and do what you're doing. And then we've got, excuse me, we've got um, Debbie. She says, inside out, strong, brave, noble, and God will continue to exalt you and bless you. I, I thank you for the agreement and what God was showing me uh, as I was taking a look at Alyssa's name just the other day. That's the first time I've ever done that on this uh, <laughs> on this podcast and live stream in the four years that I've been doing it. And I was like, okay, this is strange, but I'm going to go ahead, go ahead and do it. Um, wow. Where do you see yourself going in the next 10 years? What does God put in your know. heart? I have things. Yeah. So I've, there are definitely things like, I think, bucket list things that I would love to do. Um, I definitely want to still do music and hopefully I'd love to be on tour. I'd love to open for, for somebody. Um, I think that would be so cool just to start off doing that. Um, I would love to open for Lacey Sturm. That's like, that's, I think, a bucket list item for me. That would be so cool. Um, but yeah, I just, I just am following wherever. God leads me. It's like step by step process that I've been on, one step at a time, one at a time you walk through. So, um, whatever I've had this agreement with God that whatever He wants me to do, I will do it. Um, but yeah, that ideally, that's I would just love to to tour and to keep playing shows. I love festivals. I did my first uh, festival show. I did a lot of festival things this summer, um, but I played at Creation. Um, they have like a music tournament every year at Creation Fest. And so I entered in that and I won, which was super cool. And I got to play on the main stage. So that, that was awesome. That was so much fun. So I hope to do more of festival shows too coming up. So. That's neat. Yeah. You can really connect with an audience at those. You've got a lot of people there, a lot of different bands, a lot of energy. That is really neat. And you know, your followers, your listeners, they are known as a listeners. I love that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so how can those cool. who ha- it is it is cool did you come up with that or did your manager come up with that how'd that come about oh, we've got a little bit of delay we'll wait for it to come back on i lost you there glenn oh, there we go we're, we're back okay um well, yeah how did how'd that come about let me do something here so to bring you back i don't can you see me now got you now yep okay um, so I came up with it. I, I think like there's been times where I've heard like people say like, listen and like within conversation. And I like think that they're saying my name. Um, so I just, I just thought it was cool. It works. It's caught on too. It, it does. And how can, uh, those that are not familiar with you that have really just been introduced to you for the first time this evening, how can they become a listeners and follow what you're doing? What's the best way to keep, keep tabs on what you're up to? So I have music on all streaming platforms. Um, it's just Alyssa in all caps. Um, and then Instagram, I'm on, I'm on Instagram. I think more than anything, it's at Alyssa music, same with Facebook at Alyssa music. And then YouTube is Alyssa official. So yeah, follow me on social media and listen to all my songs on streaming platforms. I think I have six, eight, I don't know, somewhere around there. (laughs) 
<laughs> Alyssa, thank you so much for joining us this evening. Uh, if you can hold, I've just got a few announcements, a few housekeeping things to do before we close out and uh, return next week. I'll be right with you. And for those of you that have been watching Raven's Heart, uh, you know that this is the month of Rocktober. Very exciting month. I'll tell you what, what an interview this evening with, with Alyssa. That is probably one of the best Rocktober interviews we've, we've done ever. Um, just so powerful, such powerful music. But next week, we're going to be returning. Yes, I know it's the week of um, Halloween next week, but we're going to be taking a look at something rather interesting. We have Adelaide coming on, and we're actually going to have her to share with us uh, the video she released about a year ago, Masquerade. And we're going to talk about masquerades and you know what that really means in scripture. So she's going to be with us next week. And next week, and I've promised this as well, and we're going to start doing it next week, the 27th of October. We're going to start making Get Revelation Rock Fest 2023. Band announcements, that's right. We have Get Revelation Rock Fest every year uh, here in Charleston, South Carolina at the Hanahan Amphitheater. And if you're interested in sponsorships, uh, sponsorship opportunities. We've got that for you. Um, if you want to be a vendor, we've got that as well. You can reach out to me at lithoscry, L-I-T-H-O-S-C-R-Y at gmail.com. And we're going to start making the band announcements next week for that. So Alyssa, thank you very much for joining us this evening. And we're looking forward to great things and more testimony coming from you as well. And to all of our viewers and our listeners until next week, we're, peace out and rock on. Lithoscry.com